Hi, this is Tim. This is just a heads up that all the advice you're hearing in this podcast is general in nature. If you want something more specific, then feel free to contact us. Drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, Guess who's back with a brand new podcast? Us. So <laughs> <laughs> to be Eminem. All oh, right. Okay. Sounds good. Come on, Dan. <laughs> Guess who's back with a brand new track? Guess who's back? Come <laughs> <That> on. <laughs> back again. Uh, yeah, we clearly didn't rehearse that enough. No, no, we're back. So what people <laughs> might have thought is, hey, brand new year. These guys are going to be ready. They took a month off. <laughs> Wrong. Well, I mean, hey, we didn't really take a month off no. because we recorded 12 episodes on 10 days mm. before Christmas. Correct. I mean, that leaves you pretty hungover and dead. Especially, <laughs> I mean, like then we had Christmas and New Year's. Yeah, so exactly. I'm still getting over that. I'm absolutely still getting over that. I'm an old man, Dan. Mm. Um, but Tim, we are back. We are very happy to be back. It is the first episode of the new year for Speak the two yourself. drunk accountants. Happy um, to be back. <laughs> oh, fine. Get, up, <laughs> get off the podcast. No, no. <laughs> happy to be back. You're right. So we're back. Um, we're looking forward to bringing some really cool content. We're doing a little bit of a shift this year with some mm. of the things. So over time, some things might change a little, but mm. it's still us. It's still us inside. Yeah. Um, by, by change, I mean, we're going to spend a little bit less time talking about um, what we did on the weekend and mm. a little bit more time providing you with some great content with some banter fitted in between. Yeah. It's still us inside, right, Dan? Devin inside? Devin inside. Devin inside. Devin inside. Every single one of us. Devin inside. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a demonstration that we're still Devin inside. Well, yeah, of course. Uh, Aren't we all? So, Tim, let's uh, let's start it off with what, what is the Tim, Tim and Danlo? Tim, how was your last five weeks? Uh, yeah, super good. Um, one thing that I really liked, and I think you'll like this, Dan, mm. is did you realize 2050 is the same amount of years away as 1990? Whoa. Whoa. If you don't know why that's significant, is that we were born in 1990. <laughs> <laughs> How crazy is that? Yeah, that is crazy. It's a that good fact. I saw that on the New South Wales Police uh, Facebook page. They do fun things on They're like, sometimes. fun fact, 2050 is as far away as 1990. And unless you're overtaking, you should be driving on the left. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. I like that. Yeah, it's cool. I like that. Um, yeah, so obviously, you? yeah, we've had Christmas, we've had New Year's, I've had a whole lot of things. We've had some pretty horrible bushfires that got mm. worse. You know, they obviously started last yeah, year, but they, they got worse over the time and and that kind of blew up everywhere. And then, um, yeah, we've been back at work. We've, we've hired two new employees here, Tim. Yeah. In that time. We've got some people working working with us now, which is great. Hectic. Uh, we've just had a lot going on. It's, it's been... Which, um, is, which is why we've kind of taken the first mm. four weeks off for this year but we're back mm. every week now so yeah. prepare to get some some great uh, some great listens yeah and today's episode is the business plan yes. so um that's a really good one it would, uh for the start of the year i know it's february now which is just ridiculous but it's a good one to look forward and make some plans for your business um so that you can reach them 
Because you can't reach your plans unless you have them. Yeah, exactly. So if you know if you if you're not um, if you're failing to plan, you're planning to fail, Tim. Mm, good so, fortune cookie. Yeah, thank you. So yeah, so we'll get into that in a second. But uh, Tim, to start with, do you have a business update? Yeah. So what's happening um, in the world? I guess a bit of a Tim and Dan low slash business update. Um, I was while well, I'm on the thing of fun facts. Mm. It. Um, I guess the ATO did a bit of an interesting thing over the last few weeks. Yes. We all came back from our break and, you know, we had bazers to lodge for our clients and usually they're due at the end of February. Mm-hmm. But then looking at the uh, lodgement deadlines, we noticed a very strange thing. Yeah, an, an extremely strange thing, actually. Mm. Um, the dates were a little different. The dates were about three months later than yeah. what I was expecting to see. <laughs> and there was no notice, as far as I'm aware from the ATO or the government about this happening. Yeah. But it I, looks like they're just... I saw... So, I, I did see that they it popped up um, that if you're in a bushfire-affected area, then, you know, um, talk to us and yeah, so you don't need to yeah. worry about your tax right now. Don't worry about mm-hmm. it. But it didn't say on that, hey, we're giving blanket extensions. No. Um, and I don't know if this is only if you're with a tax agent. It could be. Maybe. It could be that if you're with a tax agent, then you get that extension. Mm. Um, or if it's just specific areas. But from what I can see, it's just everyone got the mm. extension. So, um, the fun fact is, mm. your December bears, you probably have until the end of May to lodge and pay right now. <laughs> yeah. um, even though the ATO hasn't told anyone that. Yeah. Or given clarity as to why they've done that, which we all know is probably because of the disaster situation yeah. in Australia right now, affecting many businesses and probably accounting firms as well. Mm. Um, and I was even thinking, Dan, I mean... Think of all the volunteers and things that have had to go out in Army Reserve and volunteer firefighting. Yeah. Um, that's people not working in their normal jobs. So there's probably some accountants even. Yeah, right? absolutely. Would um, be, yeah. Not working in those mm. accounting firms. You can't lodge documents on time. Mm. So, fun fact, you this year, if you're going to be lodging things late in the next six months, you're probably going to get away with it. <laughs> It'll probably yeah. be fine. My advice to this, though, would be that if you are able to lodge it when you're meant to and pay it, Absolutely. do it. Yeah. Because yeah. because what's going to happen is you go, oh, geez, I've got months to do this. I can spend that money on something else. That money doesn't magically reappear then in, in three months' time. You've spent it. So, yep. it's the same advice that we gave on the cash flow episode about GST and, mm. and super and, and pay-as-you-go withholding. Just pay it. Yeah. Pay it. Just pay it. Nice. Yeah. But if you're really struggling, the good news is you do have time. So, yeah. yeah chat to your accountant about that. Yeah. So, I guess a bit of a shout out to the ATO for that little uh, New Year gift mm. they've given everyone. Uh, Tim, what about a tight ass tip? I know that there's people tight-ass tip. chomping at the bit for some tight ass tip. Oh, I know. That's your like, new jingle, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> chomping at the bit for a tight ass tip. <laughs> I just made that up then. Nice one. Yeah. Um, Yeah. No, definitely. uh, This one today goes out to Michael, man on the street. Michael, man on the street, who most recently, um, last weekend, got married. He did. Congratulations. Yeah. Woo. Congratulations to Michael, man on the street. Um, Fun fact, Tim, um, and you'd know this, is that you and I were MCs at his wedding. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So, that's right. You can hire... (laughs) The two drunk accountants to be MCs at your wedding. Now we weren't groomsmen, and we're fine with that. But but we were, <laughs> <laughs> but we were MCs. So uh, yeah, if you yeah. are getting married and you want the two drunk accountants to mm. MC your wedding, mm. get in touch. Definitely. I mean, we gave them a pretty good rate. 
given that they were friends. Yeah, exactly. We didn't charge them anything. Yeah. But um, but look, we can we can do a special offer for you mm-hmm. if uh, if you're interested in our services. Yeah. Um, but on a serious note, I mean, mm. Michael is a great guy. He was a groomsman at my wedding. <laughs> I'm fine about it. I'm completely fine about it. You've known him for 20 plus years. Yeah. Probably introduced him to all of his groomsmen. And yeah, I did. Yeah, fine about it. Completely fine. Yeah, fine about completely it. Completely fine. fine Being MC it. was good. It was. Yeah, like, no, I was really honoured to be part of his day. <laughs> <laughs> Tight ass tip. Get your friends to be MCs at your wedding. <laughs> Uh, Get your professional podcast host friends. Yeah, exactly. We're, pro- we're professionals. Is that, no, is, we're is professionals slash podcast uh. hosts. Yeah. <laughs> I actually had a different tight ass tip, but I'm going to leave it at that today. Oh, really? It's a <laughs> mic drop. <laughs> nah. All right. I'll, I'll say the one I was going to say. It's, it's a good effort from Michael, man on the street. Uh, he's on his honeymoon right now and he mm. sent me a picture of a nice uh, looking iced latte. Mm. And I'm guessing they're staying in... Yeah, well, they're at Hamilton Island, so mm. it's buffet breakfast. But if you want a nice uh, barista-made coffee, mm. then you you would have to pay for it and charge mm. it to your room. So uh, apparently, what Michael's done is filled a cup with ice from the buffet, taken it back to his room, and <laughs> made his no doubt he's got a little bit of milk <laughs> in the room. He's used his pod machine back in the room, and he's got a nice latte for himself. How good is that? That's pretty smart. That is a very smart, tight-ass tip from Michael Mean on the street. Yeah, it's good to see that he's being prudent. Yeah, and that's just kind of what happens when you have the two drunk accountants MC your wedding is that you become a tight-ass and it just kind of feeds into your brain there and and, uh, he'll be saving money left, right and center. Yeah, Mm. I'm happy for him. Mm. That's why I didn't give him a wedding gift. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's funny. All right, Tim, should we move on to our main topic? topic? That's yeah, it. we're flying through this, and that oh. that is part of our new thing. We're trying to to get through that um, uh, the episodes a bit quicker to give you guys some you know some more content. Well, yeah, the juicy content. That's what we're he- all here for. Mm. All right. <laughs> <laughs> bit rusty. <laughs> <laughs> that button stopped working. Yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> ah, it's fixed again. Just <laughs> wasn't working in that one instance. You also just knocked your mic while you did that. No, little, I didn't. Little crisp. No, I didn't. Little crackle. <laughs> Crispy Dan. All right. Um, so the business plan. The business plan. So it's a new year. A lot of people start the new year with goals. They they say, mm-hmm. you know, I have exercise goals, weight loss goals, mm. income. I want to start That's a side you, hustle. This is just me. This is, I'm just <laughs> listing my my ones here. So what we thought is it's a good time for us to do an episode on what you can do for a business plan to really look forward to what you want, what the future of your business looks like and, mm. and what you need to be doing. So, mm. this is something that we go through with our clients when they want to do a business planning session with us. We, um, we actually did it this morning. Mm, we spent um, half a day just doing one today. Yeah, exactly. that's right. So, we you know we spend half a day with our clients and we go through all these things with them and we come up with a, with a plan. Um, the best... Thing that I can recommend for these is one, make sure you do it because they are valuable. They do mm. keep you on track and they keep you accountable. But two, um, try not to make it too complex either. And, yeah. and we're going to go through that. What we end up with at the end of this is is essentially like a two-sided one-page document which yeah. has your actions and your plans. Yeah. Um, and it's not hard to follow. It's easy to refer back to. You can update it and mm-hmm. change it. And if if you end up with like a 30-page document that's really detailed, yes, you've thought of everything, you've mm. got plans, but it's not a great place to start, I don't mm. think. I think, 
you know, you, you no. should start with something simple and expand on it if you need. You know, mm. this plan doesn't necessarily include a detailed marketing plan, for instance. Yeah. It, you might have marketing actions, yeah. but it's not exactly a marketing plan. Um, and that's something that maybe one of those bigger documents does include. But what we're going through is really just an easy, simple way to create a business plan and to think through the things that you need to think through. Yeah, I think um, Dan's right. The essence of design is simplicity. And you're going to be busy. I mean, it's already February. So, you need something that's going to be usable and actually change your behavior. Mm -hmm. um, and something that you can be accountable to. Mm -hmm. uh, whether it just be to yourself, to your business partner, to your family or friends, peers in the industry, mm. or an accountant or a coach. Yeah, that's so, right. So, um, that's why I think, yeah... Uh, the one-page document is such a good idea. Um, and yeah, so a, a good starting point has to be the purpose, right? Yeah, that's right. And and a lot of people, you know, you meet with a coach and that kind of thing, and they go through these purposes and, and sometimes it just seems a little bit wishy-washy and a little bit pointless. Mm. Um, but it actually is really valuable. Um, and the reason for that is it does give you uh, almost a little bit of a compass or, or a little bit of a, a guidance into why you exist and what you're doing and do does that fit mm. the rest of what you do? Yeah. So, let, let's give an example. With our own purpose. Yeah. 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 So, um, Dan and I, when we were making our own business plan, uh, what we did was brainstormed a number of words um, and tried to make a very short sentence mm. into what we thought personified or embodied why we exist. Mm -hmm. And it had to be multifaceted in terms of um, understandable to us, understandable to our customers and clients, mm. to our team, and to our broader community. Yeah. So, um, we came up with our purpose is to support, teach, and grow. Yeah. And you'll notice that it says nothing about accounting. In it's that. got nothing to do with what we're delivering. Yeah. It's all about why. Why we're do. delivering it. And that's what your purpose is. Mm -hmm. So, ours, you know, support, teach and grow. We're supporting, teaching and growing ourselves mm -hmm. through professional development, fulfillment with an employment. Yeah. All, all our employers, we're making sure they're getting the most out of our organization. Yeah. Um, but then also our clients, we're obviously supporting and teaching them and helping mm. them grow their business or whatever their goals are. Yeah. And then the community as well. I mean, the reason we do this podcast is because it fits that. We're supporting, teaching and growing all of you that are listening right now. Yeah. So, everything we do tries to fit that. Mm -hmm. um, and so, we just felt it really did fit what we're doing. Yeah. It's something that I can remember, A, mm. if someone asks what we're all about. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's something that means something to people, mm. means something to me. Mm. I feel it inside of me that that resonates with me. Mm -hmm. um, and it's something that I think won't change over mm. time. Yeah. If it does, I mean, it'll take tiny tweaks, but I feel like that will be a long lasting purpose. It's something that we can live by yeah. for a very long time. Exactly. So, um, you don't need to nail that right now, but mm. if you think about why you're doing this from the perspectives mm. of you, your team, your clients, your community, mm. then um, then that's a great way to try and put something on paper. Yeah. That. So, an another thing to, to now that you've got that purpose, you've got this idea in your mind about about why you exist, um, you know, that can flow through to all sorts of things from your values to your your ideal client or your value proposition, you know, mm. why are you yeah. selling what you're selling and doing what everything. you're doing? It affects all of that. Mm. Um, but uh, the next thing that I like to consider is uh, the vision. Yeah. So, 
And when you're going through a traditional business plan, you know, you have your mission and your vision statements. This isn't that. Yeah, no. no. What this is, is what do you envision your business looks like mm. in the long term, in five years time? Yeah, it's kind of blue sky thinking. Exactly. It's, um, it's, it's taking yourself out of the day-to-day things that you're doing right now mm. and getting you to imagine what you want the business and your life, I suppose, to look like in five years time. Yeah, because... Or it could be three or it could be mm, 12 months. It doesn't really matter. It's important to have your short-term goals and your revenue goals, but it's also important to have those longer-term things where you can be like, all right, well, I'm just starting a business right now. I've got nothing. But Mm. in my mind, if in five years' time, I could have a million dollars in sales, Mm. a few employees under me, but I only have to work four days a week Mm. and everyone in my office is stoked and happy and we have the greatest culture... Mm. That's a vision. That's something that you can strive towards and remind yourself why you're doing mm. it every single yep. step along the way. And it's it will get buy-in from your team mm. as well. So, um, if whether it's exciting services you want to offer or mm. um, a culture you want to develop. Yeah. Or, yeah, it, it doesn't really matter, but it's, it's painting a picture that you can strive for, your team can strive for, and um, that, yeah, I suppose will give you clarity on the direction you want to head. Mm-hmm, absolutely. So, have that vision. You've got a purpose. You've got a vision. And the vision, let's just say as well, is probably one to two sentences. Yeah, it's not long. It's all you need. Yeah, it's exactly kind of what I said before. You said you've got a size, revenue, and like a happiness goal or a culture mm. goal, or whatever, just one or two sentences that fulfills yeah. all of that and that's what you're looking to do. Yeah. Um, so... You've got those two things. The next section is what I consider to be probably the most important bit. And, you know, not a lot of people start here. And I, I think it almost is an important place to, to get to early. And funnily enough, when we go through this section, I know what Dan's about to say. It's quite a difficult one for some people. Mm, absolutely it is. But it's the whole reason your business exists. Yeah. Really. You know, you've got your purpose, what you're trying to deliver and do, and, and you've got mm. your vision, what you want it to look like. But what do you want? You can't forget yourself, yeah. can you? What do you want from the business? Because, I don't know, maybe this is just me. Maybe I'm crazy, Dan. Mm. But you are working, you're creating this business to benefit your life, mm. right? It's not the other way around. Yeah. You're not living your life to create a business. Yeah, exactly. I mean, some people might feel that way and that's fine if that's mm. if, if that's what you want if that's what you want then that's good too you mm. know that mm. but um but yeah a lot of people actually just and this sounds stupid but they forget mm. they just forget what they're doing it for mm. and it's for them and to benefit their life whether mm. that be financially or flexibility or like fulfillment there's yeah. a lot of reasons that you might put down. Because if, if the only reason that you're doing it is because you want to earn a wage, then go get a job. Yeah, you, you know? you're so, earning a very stressful wage. Exactly. If, yeah. well, what's the reason you own a business? Why? Yeah. What do you? It needs to work for you as the owner of that business or yep. several owners. You need to talk about how each of, what each of you want from that business. Yeah. And the reason this, this is so important, figuring out what you want, is because if what you want is in conflict with what the business wants or needs then obviously there's going to be issues. <laughs> mm. Yeah, definitely. So, where to start? What I like to start with is very f- a few very simple things to begin with. One, how much do you want to earn? 
personally, not the business or that it could be, but we'll get to that. But just personally, what, what do you want to be earning? Yep. Uh, two, how much do you want to be working? Yeah. And sometimes those two things could be in conflict, but um, how much do you want to be working? Three, uh, what do you want the business to be like every day? What do you want your life to be while you're at work? Mm-hmm. Um, and then four, what business goals would you want from it? You know, what profit would you want to make? Um, do you want like that? Do you want to sell the business at exactly. a certain value yeah. in a certain number of years? So, what value do you want the business to be? Mm-hmm. It, things that you want for yourself and for the business to fulfill you. Mm-hmm. That's what you're after here. Yep. Uh, so Tim and I did this. We we picked amounts that we want to earn, mm-hmm. how long you know what we want to be working. Um, leave we want how much leave we want <laughs> and you can guess that we ended up at um, unlimited <laughs> <laughs> well, neither of us has really taken up that on that yet, yet. <laughs> so yeah so it's it's really important to make sure that you know what you want from that business because it's going to inform the next steps nice yes cool all right i like it so um we've kind of spoken about your purpose and that flows through to your values what values do you and your team want to have and that, I, I kind of think they flow into each other there. So, it's you have a purpose, but then you want to make sure that everyone in the team has values that reach that purpose. Yeah. So, I guess these are your values. Mm. They're what you hold at your heart. So, it mm. doesn't necessarily have to be the team's values. Yeah. Um, but you would hope they would be a good fit with your team. Mm. And um, it directs your future hiring mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, so, absolutely. Um, you could spend a day developing those, but... You know, pick five things which really ring true to you and mm. are really important for you, your team, and your customers to yeah. that you guys live by. So it could be that your values are, you know, hardworking and detail oriented, mm. and something, or it could be that they're fun, honest, energetic, or, honest, yeah. respectful. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, take ownership or responsible. You know, it could be mm. any of these things. Whatever you feel is most important to you and your business, that's what the values should be. Dan could benefit from some of those values, just saying. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Tim could benefit from fun once in a while. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, you just can't have too much of that then, okay? (laughs) All right? It's bad for productivity. (laughs) So, yeah, so come up with those values. Ensure they they ring true to you, as Tim was saying, and then write them down. Don't spend all day figuring them out. Just for the purpose of making this plan, write down the one that you feel this second are important to you. Mm Uh, so now what we move on to is let's actually start looking at some figures. Yeah, a bit of a budget. Yeah. So, uh, on a previous episode, I don't know the number, but we spoke about the bottom-up budget. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is essentially insert that here. Yeah. So you're taking, and the way I start with this is I remove my wage and cost from the business. So you end up with just operating profit essentially without my owner's costs in there. Mm-hmm. And... I say, okay, I at least need to make that as a profit. Yeah. That's my profit figure I need to target. But then I also want the business to make a profit. Yeah. So let's just say for e- to make it easy to calculate, it's a hundred grand in total cost for me and it's a hundred grand profit for the business. So as a profit, operating profit there, I need to be making $200,000. Mm. That's your first figure you start with. And, exactly right. and that's been taken from what you want. Yeah. How good's that? Yeah. You've already done some of the work. Exactly. So, you, you know what your wage expectation is. You know what the profit that you want. Mm. You take that and you plonk it down the bottom as the first figure. That's nice because often that net profit figure, one of the hardest ones to figure out. Yeah, exactly. You're just like, well, if you just went up to a business person and you're like, how much net profit do you want to make this year? Be like, it's not an easy uh, question. Yeah. 
<laughs> Most people think about, and we went through this a lot in the bottom-up budget episodes, so go back and listen to that, but a lot of people just start at sales. That, yeah. you know, how do you want your business to be going? Oh, I want about $2 million in I sales. I need $2 million in sales it's and like, well, what a does team that mean? of 15 people. Yeah, what does that mean? That means nothing. Which is fine, yeah. but yeah, we need to get nitty-gritty here. So, start at what you want as a profit figure and then make your way up. Like it. Add in your overhead costs. Because um, so th- that's predictable. Yeah, so your overhead costs plus your profit, well, that needs to be at least your gross profit. Yep. So your gross profit needs to cover those two things. And your gross profit percentage. And then you've got a gross profit percentage that you know what it is. Which over time, it, you can track be and make that quite yeah. consistent and predictable. So then you then you know divide your um, gross profit by your gross profit percentage and you end up at a total sales figure. Exactly right. And this is the point where it becomes a pretty good reality check. Yeah, because either the sales are way higher or way lower than exactly. what you're expecting. So if, if you've got this profit figure that you've come up with and... You know your gross percentage <clears throat> and your overheads, they're predictable. So, they, sh- they should be accurate. Mm. Um, and you end up with the sales figure that's just way too big. Mm. Then you go, okay, well, I need to do a lot of actions to get from where I am now to where that thing is. Mm. Um, or you go, you know what? This year, that's unrealistic. I'm yeah. not making that. So, yeah. I need to curb my expectations. Exactly. Which is a very powerful thing. Yeah. Because... If you've got expectations of ruling the world in mm. 12 months' time and then all of a sudden in 12 months' time, like all you've done is feel like you've mm. gone backwards and maybe increased debts, mm. you're going to feel pretty bad about yourself and it's not very sustainable energy-wise mm-hmm. or positivity-wise. When, you're, when you're running a business, you're going to have challenges and setbacks. You need to be realistic mm. so you need, if about you're not, that. Yeah. If, if you're not realistic, you're going to burn out trying to reach a goal that you're never going to get mm. in that time frame. And it yeah. could be that that wage and salary expectation is something that you will achieve in two years. Yeah. But you've just got to make sure it's realistic in the yeah. time frame that you're budgeting for. The best thing about being realistic is that you can make a plan of attack to change a scenario before it happens. So, yeah. if you're realistic and you're like, well, if I just keep going the way I am now, I'm never going to reach that salary goal or that net profit goal mm. in my budget. Yeah. Well, then you don't have the power to actually start putting things in place to change that mm. and to actually act and get more leads or retain more clients mm. or increase your average transaction value yeah. or do any of that, pull any of those levers, reduce costs, mm. or increase your gross profit percentage, yeah. which can, I guess, give you more at the end of the day. Yeah, 100% right. So, the reason why this is great kind of bangs back in the middle of you've defined why, you've described what you want in the future, you've described what you want right now. And now you're reality checking that Mm -hmm. at this point. Before you set any actions and goals, you're seeing if this is a realistic target for the period that you're budgeting for. Um, If it is and it's achievable, you think, with some actions that you can take to get there, great. You move to the next step. And the next step really is about looking, I think, at your opportunities that are in front of you Mm -hmm. and the vulnerabilities that you've got. So, you know, a traditional SWOT analysis, your strengths, weaknesses, opportunities and threats. Basically, you're just looking at opportunities in this and vulnerabilities in this Mm. and opportunities could be you've got some sales opportunities it could be that you've got some distinct product that no one else has Mm. it could be that you um, have all this excess capacity to grow really quickly it could be all sorts of things it's unique to your business what you often find is they link up Mm. and you can find ways to solve a vulnerability by pursuing an opportunity Mm. Um, so that is that is the nice thing as you learn you know through SWOT analysis that you mm. can combine strengths and opportunities to overcome threats or yeah, vulnerabilities yeah. yeah or minimize weaknesses mm. um, yeah so 
Um, you're right, Dan. And then and trying to come up with a critical issue from all of that. Yeah. So, one thing that you can really go and yeah. uh, work on. So, there's one thing normally that's the over, overarching problem if, if we're talking about vulnerabilities here that you need to solve first. Yeah. Um, now, from that... Well, we forgot one, th- one, oh, like one the line ideal there, actually. Client, actually ideal yeah. client. So, the value proposition and, yeah. and your ideal client. And that's, you know, it's really cool thinking about that because um, it, it, it kind of reminds you about positioning mm. who you are, like your why and your what mm. and and what you excel at mm. and what you need to achieve mm. financially. So, for instance, if um, the way it can be practically put to use by having that ideal client and your value proposition written down is our purpose, you know, support, teach and grow. Mm. Um, that's what we want to be doing. Yeah. That's what we're trying to do. Uh, if a client... If their kind of core thing that they're looking for is cheap, yeah, then that's not really going to inform like being informed mm. by our ideal client. That's so it. really, that ideal client it's probably not going to work. Is well, someone that yeah. fits in with our values, yep. fits in with our purpose, and someone who wants support that proposition that we can give from mm. those things. Someone who likes to learn mm. and growth is a good thing too. Yeah, exactly. Someone who wants to grow. Not yeah. all people want to grow. Not all people want to grow. I have, some a, people are very I have happy some clients who are like, no, I'm happy where we some are. are. very happy. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, it doesn't mean that we won't necessarily work with those people, but it means that our best clients who we're going to have the best results with and create the most value for mm. are the ones that are going to um, have the best rapport with our purpose. Absolutely. So, after we've identified all of that, because that informs our marketing, that involves much thing, we've identified opportunities and that also can inform marketing. Mm, yeah. um, we've identified vulnerabilities and our most critical vulnerability. Mm. We then start to move into the goals and actions. Goals and actions. So, what we've got from there above, and that should have taken a few hours to get to really. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, it probably take three hours. Yeah. What you've got at that point is you've got an ideal sales target, an ideal gross profit, all mm. that stuff. You've got... Um, your purpose, you've got what you want, mm. you've got your opportunities, you you've got clients you want to work with. Now you've got to think about where you are mm. and set actions and goals that'll then get you to, to what you you've planned. Yeah. So you start off with one year goals. So what's a goal versus an action, Dan? So a goal is what you want to achieve and action is how you get there. Nice. Yeah. So a goal could be, I want to increase my sales by 200,000 this year. Mm. So that's a one year goal. A 90-day goal, which we then like to break it down from one year to 90 days and then actions for that. Mm. So, a 90-day goal might be, all right, well, I want to get a quarter of that. Yeah, exactly. I want to get 50 grand of sales this quarter. So, brilliant. How do I do that? Well, I need to generate more leads. Mm -hmm. I need to convert more sales. I need to retain more clients. Yeah. I need to increase the average transaction value that I'm selling. Um, These are all things that then lead to extra sales. So, the way that you do that is you go, here's my yearly goal, here's what I want that to be in a quarter and here's the actions I need to take right now to get me from where I am to that goal. Yep. And you list that out for everything. You list that out for all of the opportunities that, you sent, um, that you've written down, your vulnerabilities that you've got and also everything that you've targeted in your budget. Mm-hmm. So, that could be that, oh, you know what? I could grow my business just by improving my profit margin, my gross profit margin. So, I'm going to set some actions for that. Well, yeah. I mean, it could be like to reduce some costs. So, review some of my online subscriptions or something like that. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, But there's all sorts of things that come out of that. Like, 
from managing the team to yeah. spe- specific KPIs yeah. to sales to costs to marketing yeah. could be I want to go develop a marketing plan for that so yeah. in 90 days I need to have a fully formed marketing plan ready to go yeah. and so the action would be approach a marketer or sit down and do the marketing plan how many goals would you want to set not too many you want to yeah. you want to set enough that they're going to achieve what you mm. want but you don't want so many that they're just so overwhelming that you're mm. never going to get through all of them. Where possible, I think, combine. Mm. So, if there's goals that could fulfill a few different opportunities or weaknesses or ideal clients or budget-related things, mm. link them together. Yeah, definitely. It's better to have less than more. You don't want to come out of that with 20 different goals because you're never going to act I, on I it. I know there are some coaches and things out there that say you need 30 of these goals mm. to get there. And I'm not for that. I want the least amount of goals, but yeah. you can then have more actions if you Make need Make the goals higher quality mm. and, and set a number of actions with timelines, mm-hmm. so smart goals, and and then yeah be accountable to those make yeah. sure you reach those so after you've gone through this whole process you end up with essentially one page the front is all the things above the actions that we spoke about so it's your your budget your values your purpose your ideal client your opportunities your vulnerabilities all that stuff is listed on that front page so you're aware of it you can refer back to it you can measure you your, um, your budget against what you actually do as time goes on because you can split that budget into quarters or months or whatever you want uh, and then on the back, you'll have your goals and your actions for a year and for the next 90 days with the aim of in the following 90 days, checking to see if you did all those actions mm. and set the next 90 days that's worth it. of actions. So do goals and actions 90 days at a time. If that yeah. floats your boat, you could do 30 days at a time yeah. as well. Whatever it needs to be. Um, as long as you're accountable. Yeah, that's right. So you need to be accountable. And that can be, all, as Tim was saying, you can have coaches, you can have accountants, you can have industry groups, friends, yeah. whatever. You just need it's someone to, to, that's going to ask you, hey, did you do that goal? Yeah. And if you say no, then why? Yeah, exactly. And, then and just. someone that's willing to spend the time with you. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, I, think, I think that's awesome, Dan. And, uh, and just one thing, you know, I think is important about this, reevaluate every year. Absolutely. Back, and you might think, well, I've already, you know, completed that. So, mm-hmm. purpose, values, what I want, it's not going to change. Yeah, it could. They could change. It could change. Even if one value changes mm. or you decide you need more salary or less salary yeah. or whatever it might be. All things definitely change. ideal client could change or opportunities and weaknesses are definitely going to change, hopefully, yeah. because, I mean, you're working on them. If so. you hit your sales targets this year, um, well, you've still got your five-year goal. Yeah. Is that vision still How do you get accurate? closer to that? Is yeah. that vision still accurate? Have you or? already hit that and you yeah. think you can be even bigger let's, now if you want? Yeah. Yeah. Let's, yeah. So, Review every, every year. year. Every year. Just because make it a habit. It's only one page. It's not some daunting 40-page document. It's mm. one page. It's simple. It's a, And you could save time if things haven't changed up the top mm-hmm. in terms of the why. Mm-hmm. Well, then you really are doing your budget, mm-hmm. what you need, opportunities, weaknesses, goals. Actions, goals. Actions. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Nice. 100%. So, let us know if you have been inspired from this to go and do your own business plan. Yeah, let us know. Let us know if you do it. Even, like, I don't know, even if you want to send one to us. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. If you have a business plan. I'd just love to see what you've done. If you have a purpose, tell us your purpose. Yeah, it's a purpose. It's a good idea. Show us your bottom-up budget. Yeah. Do love a good bottom-up budget. Show us your bottom-up budget. (laughs) (laughs) Don't say it slowly. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I think that's the main topic. What do you think, Tim? I think it's time for other things.
the button worked. <laughs> it was just your thumb. Yeah, maybe. You got so, all wobbly at the thumb. My other thing um, this week, Tim, I've got two real quick. The first one, okay. I know you're a little bit behind, but uh, Australian Survivor's back started this week. Yes. Boy, it was good. It's all stars. I love Ooh. Survivor. I do love Survivor. So, you're going to be hearing, hopefully Tim will be caught up by next week yeah. and uh, you're going to hear me talk about Survivor. So, That's, brace yourself. There's so many episodes. It's hard to keep on top of it. Three a week. Brace yes. And they go for like an hour and a half. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, the other quick thing I just want to mention is um, how cool are socks? Socks are good. I like socks. What are you wearing today? Uh, I call these my Dan Can socks because <laughs> they've got two cans on them. <laughs> two can, Dan Can. I got... Uh, Tim's got cats. Cats. Like wear cats. Which is very relevant. Yeah, I like for that. For our accounting firm. By the way, today's episode of this podcast is sponsored by Cats Accountants. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do need to harp on about that a bit more. <laughs> And uh, we thank Cats for the time to record this. Mm. Uh, Tim, what's your other thing? My other thing is Curb Your Enthusiasm. Bum, bum, bum. So we actually did a whole episode good. on Curb Your Enthusiasm <laughs> in the 12 podcasts of Christmas. <laughs> so the new We were running low on content yeah, by that point. Yeah. The new season's out. Plus, we love it. Mm, it's true. It's awesome. We got a lot of feedback from the Curb Your Enthusiasm. We episode. did. Um, and feedback's great if you're mm. like Larry David. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, so uh, I just want to say, Dan, Happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> I will watch it. Uh, I'll watch it this week and then next week I'll, uh, I'll say it back. Yeah. Um, just be careful who you side sit with. <laughs> and uh, what was the other? I'm up to, I've just watched episode three. Mm. <sighs> I think, oh, what was it? Uh, and. You know, when you're pulling fruit out of a fruit bowl, we just got a fruit bowl. We did this week. Mm. Just check if it's fake fruit first. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I can only so imagine. Good. I can just only like imagine. Three abstract things, and he's somehow made episodes episodes out of it. I um, I've been using the word foisted a lot. Foisted recently. Foisted. I tried to foister someone at a function recently <laughs> on someone else who was being a nuisance. No, but you, uh, not, you didn't try. You successfully foisted. <laughs> All right, well, thank you everybody for listening. We are back. We'll be back every week in your ears. We've got some great content coming to everybody this year. We're excited about a few things that are upcoming. And uh, if you have anything you want to ask us or write to us, make sure you find us on uh, Instagram at Two Drunk Accountants, um, Twitter at Two Drunk Podcast, Facebook, Two Drunk Accountants, and the email podcast at gmail.com. Shout out to Brendan. Yes, we are alive. This is living proof. Yeah. We are still <laughs> <We're> breathing. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Thanks, shoot us everybody. a message. Yep, shoot us a message and I guess we'll uh, calculate it. Bye. Bye.